Newsbreak podcast. Um, well, just as you you mentioned in that re- that report, it, uh, that's been confirmed in our own context. That um, the research indicates that men who engage in domestic violence are more likely to have witnessed or experienced domestic violence as children. So there's no doubt that that influences them or kind of sets them up to engage in that kind of behaviour themselves. When, they, when they're older. Yes, Kerry, we know that females witness domestic violence as well, but why is it then that we don't see as many brutal murders committed by females? Well, I think firstly there is no doubt that there are women who do abuse men and even murder them. And it's likely that they may have also witnessed that violence in the home as a child. But we don't see the same levels of violence and murder that are perpetuated by men. So... This suggests that there's more to the picture than simply witnessing violence as a child. So it's important to consider wider normative beliefs about men and women. For example, religion. What fundamental ideas about the relationship between men and women does religion perpetuate? What wider cultural norms exist that position men as superior to women? Think of the way the economy positions men in relation to women. Um, so the picture is complex. It's, it, it's not simply about having witnessed violence. Well, it is complex indeed. But let's move on to another topic then, uh, Kerry. We have been discussing what fuels gender-based violence with many of our experts. And they've been saying that male dominance and masculinity are some of the key factors there. But why do you believe that physical violence is still being used to manufacture sort of uh, gender hierarchy? Well, I think because uh, precisely because we have not yet addressed the things that uphold dominant masculinity. So if we think about what dominant masculinity is, it's a pattern of behaviours that is prescribed by society for men. Uh, And that relies on the submission of women. In order for that dominant masculinity to be held up, it it relies on women being in in positions of submission or non-conforming masculinity. Um, in order for that to survive. In other words, toxic or dominant masculinity is not natural or based in men's genes. It is socially constructed. And the good news there is it can change. But this requires addressing the social factors that hold that dominant masculinity in place. For example, challenging the stories we tell young boys, addressing religious messages, Uh, And, for example, challenging the perception that the only way men can be good men is that they can provide economically. Because unless we challenge those um, messages, men will feel undermined when, for example, um, or in context like in our country where we have an excessively high rate of unemployment. In times like this, that masculinity is challenged and women's bodies become the site where some of that fighting takes place. Newsbreak, Lotus FM, powered by SABC News.